Me do won't die, let's me don't want trade. Levitate, 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 levitate. We don't want brown.
are tuned into the listening party on BFF.fm, Best Frequencies Forever. It's 6 o'clock here in San Francisco, and I'm Kate. And I'm Chris. And we're here every Tuesday from 6 to 8 playing recent releases, reissues, and related tracks. So this week we've got, as usual, three records to dive through. And then we changed it up just a little bit this week. Uh, Chris and I each picked a related track that... uh, that we thought suited each record best, so we're kind of dueling after every head to head, yeah. yeah after every um, record we play for you guys in depth. Um, we've got three um, records that you know kind of vibe well together this week. Um, we have a more mellow uh, record from Kyle Forrester, his self-titled, coming up later in the show. We have a record from. Honey Radar, called Black Cartoon, that's a little bit more in the lo-fi garage realm. And then we are kicking off the show with the band Eagles and their new record, Ulliges, off of Partisan Records. The first song you just heard was Heads or Tails off of that record. Yes, it was. Uh, that is coming off their second record uh, after their first self-titled and um, definitely moving in kind of a more droney, atmospheric, um, almost gothic direction from the much more aggressive uh, kind of propellant punk of their early uh, earlier work. And uh, I have to say I'm really into this direction. Yeah, I, I think it's surely to their credit. Um, this is a, a better record. I re-listened to the first one um, again today, which I had listened to a few times when it first came out, uh, and I thought it was fine, but I, th- I think this is a far stronger album. Yeah, this is a band from Leeds um, who have really um, gone goth Yeah, and in a really uh, digestible way. So I think... W- later on in the show as you'll hear um you know there's a little like cure in there but it's definitely well i actually haven't seen a picture of the band they could totally be dressed up with like lipstick and no, glue they're, hair they're, they're not, they're, not. No. they're just like dudes um but i think it's pretty cool i haven't really heard a band embrace that sound well and kind of put their own stamp on it recently so I was really, um, was really delighted by hearing this. Yeah, I mean, at least not uh, without it, it sounding like a sort of hot topic parody. Yeah, totally. Um, this is just uh, you know done uh, done very well, very cleanly. Um, a sound that I, I can certainly appreciate. Sort of that early '80s uh, kind of like Bauhaus, Cure. Um, yeah, I. I uh, well, you you would already know, but I, I pre-ordered this record because I liked it enough, so it gets my seal of approval, and I think I like the direction that they're going in. Yeah, so two fun facts before we play on uh, the record, our, our picks from the record. Um, one is that this album was recorded in a converted Catholic church, as Chris puts it, quote, for added spooky authenticity. Um, and two... The word ullage is the amount by which a container falls short of being full or a loss of liquid due to evaporation or leakage. Yeah, I have a hard time believing that the record 
that that word has anything to do with the record. I think that they were trying to find an anagram that they could spell with the letters in the band's name, and that was probably the only one that they found. Well, kudos to them, because, yeah. like, when was the last time you used ullage in a sentence? Just now, when I said, <laughs> hey, Kate, what the hell's an ullage? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Well, now you know. Now you know. Oh, third fun fact. Um, my uh, my family may be listening, so shout out to uh, to them if they are. The Horners, holla at ya. Corinne and Rob. Yeah. Corinne, and Radar. Corinne and Rob and, and, and Radar and, uh, and Jim are out there somewhere. Well, not just somewhere there. <laughs> Specifically probably, in one probably place in, and probably in their home. together. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, we are uh, going to play on um, some really cool um, atmospheric tracks from this gothy record from Eagles. We're going to hear Euphoria followed by a bunch of other songs before we come in and play our related picks. And then you should you should tweet uh, at us which of our related tracks you like best and we can have a little competition a little best two out of three. Oh, all right well yes we are at a listening party on twitter i'll see if i remember how to log in that's always been my downfall i don't know why i live in san francisco it should be like a chip in my finger but they're gonna kick you out of town if they find out you don't know how to tweet all right tweet us if you like uh but please do listen to euphoria coming up from the band Eagles off of their latest Ullages from Partisan Records on the listening party on BFF.FM.
You are tuned into the listening party on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. We just finished hearing our selections uh, from the Eagles' latest record, Ologies, off of Partisan Records. You heard White Light Lullabies before that, Isles before that, Skipping, Bloom, Velvet, My Life and Rewind, and Euphoria. And uh, if you enjoyed those, as Kate suggested before, we, uh, we've each picked a song that we think uh, you might also enjoy. Um, so for my pick, I chose 17 Seconds by The Cure, the title track off of their 1981 release that, similar to this record for uh, the Eagles, was uh, a very kind of pivoting, transformative record for them. It uh, kind of marked their steering away from the more hooky, kind of staccato beat post-punk sound of Boys Don't Cry and uh, the, the tracks from their earlier work, Fire in Cairo, things like that, um, and, and move, marked kind of the, the intro into what would be the second phase of The Cure's career uh, on records like 17 Seconds and Pornography, Disintegration, much more kind of dirgy, long-form gothic music. Uh, and probably music that if you're only uh, kind of foray into the cure is the singles collections it's an era of their career that you may be less familiar with because it's it's not they're not songs that really lend themselves to singles collections however it is uh, some some interesting and often beautiful music and definitely falls in line with what eagles are doing here and for my pick, I chose Echo and the Bunny Men's The Killing Moon off of Songs to Learn and Sing. Probably one of the most recognizable songs from those dudes. Um, and a nice little um, kind of like, I mean, I, one of the standout songs on that record. Um, and definitely a turn away from more of the post-punk sounding things that they, um, that they delivered. So I think this song fits in really well here just because, I mean, for a lot of reasons, the super gothic tone, the delivery of the vocals, um, not quite yelpy, but um, there's some sort of like either desperation or abandon that comes across in the vocals um, that I think really mimics um, what Eagles uh, are doing. So check them out yeah please do we hope you uh we hope you get a kick out of the eagles new record alleges and we hope you enjoy these two uh further listening picks by kate and chris so here comes the cure with 17 seconds on, on the listening party on bff.fm
you're tuned into the listening party on bff.fm just heard the killing moon from echo and the bunny men from songs to learn and sing before that 17 seconds from the cure off of the record of that same name and that closes out our opening block of the week dedicated to the eagles record ulages and takes us to record number two Honey Radar's latest blank cartoon off of What's Your Rupture Records. Um, this one coming from uh, Jason Hen out of Philadelphia. Um, he of a decade plus of home bedroom lo-fi recorded CDRs and tapes um, who has now been uh, taken under the wing of a proper label and uh, fitted with some some backing musicians to try to bring his very lo-fi uh, ideas to life and uh, you know they, they definitely remain very much uh, uh, a bedroom project in sound and in uh, and in scope um, most of the songs here are sort of the idea of a song about half of the album's tracks clocking in at a minute or under uh, we tried to thin down the 18-track uh, runtime of this album to uh, the, just the more substantial cuts. Um, but even then, you're, you're going to hear uh, uh, probably about a dozen songs um, in the space of maybe 20 minutes. Uh, yeah, with lovely titles such as Crybaby Jail, Beethoven DUI, and The Man with a Rayon Acetate Throat. Yeah, they seem they seem to be uh, sort of stream of consciousness nonsense titles and lyrics, um, and uh, you know, hearkening to lo-fi stalwarts like Guided by Voices, um, and uh, you know, if you're if you're a fan of that style, you probably will find a lot to like here. Although these guys have a little bit less of that sort of late '90s matador indie rock sound, and a little bit more of a kind of psych vibe. This record would have been a home run for me if the songs were more fully realized. Yeah, it's a good starting point, and uh, I think that you know a label can kind of help him move toward uh, creating a, a proper album. Be called down to say ten songs that are you know each a few minutes long. <laughs> but you know, if that's you, not hey, too much y- to ask, you do you, man. Yeah, so we're going to play you a pretty. Uh, big selection of songs off of honey radar's blank cartoon like chris said they're all pretty short snippets um except for this first one which clocks in at almost four minutes so that is a treat savor it friends so we will play um the first song of the set caterpillar by honey radar off of blank cartoon on the listening party on bff.fm
It's a full-size truck. Lost the key to it for $100. It's also got a 100-pound LP tank for 50 And he's looking for an above-ground dog kennel.
Welcome back. You're tuned into the listening party on BFF.fm, best frequencies forever. And that really, really slow, low uh, fade out was the last song we heard from our Honey Radar set, um, music from the album Blank Cartoon. Chris, I'll let you read this long track list. Boy, oh boy, uh, it would be my pleasure. That was Jet Rope before that sick day number two, Champagne Radio. Sugar helicopter slash waxident, the man with a waxident. Ra- by the way, my new favorite word. Yeah, I hope that you never have one. <laughs> uh, the man with a rayon acetate throat, Fort Wayne mermaids, pinwheel, Beethoven DUI, pan music, crybaby jail, and caterpillar, all from Honey Radar's latest blank cartoon. All uh, kind of psych inflected lo-fi uh 
rock and roll song-ish song-ish uh, song-ish music not in not a lot of song per se but a lot of the idea of song and the idea of the songs in my opinion were really really good yeah um but- especially uh I think Crybaby Jail, mm-hmm. I'll call out as a good one. Pan uh, music. Also, Pan Music, yeah. Those two, I think, were um, standouts for me. Um, really kind of like drug infused sounds here. Um, really, really hearkening back to that lo fi sound that was so popular in like the early 2000s. And. Um, I really, one of my favorite things about uh, this record is that it was so dry. Um, it was kind of like humor. I mean, the song titles are funny, but the delivery was just, had no humor. Yeah, it wasn't it was, jokey. It was all. not jokey. Um, it was just uh, really, I think, just kind of like a peek into this dude's brain is my best, like, uh, way of defining this record, um, and I wish he—I uh, wish he, like we said at the beginning of the show, um, would maybe string a few of these together um, to create some more, um, some meatier songs. Because if these were four-minute, three-minute songs, even if they were wandering aimlessly for four minutes, like I. Th- and and this was curated because, as Chris mentioned earlier in the show, there are 18 songs on this album. Um, most of them are under a minute. Um, I think he's got something. Yeah, it's curious that they're all as short as they are because a lot of the sounds that uh, are, are most apparent here, the sort of Keith Richards-style guitaring um, and the more woozy, psychedelic influence, those, those are all uh, types of songs that are usually... V- very long kind of more on the jammy side if Mm -hmm. anything um and you know here you just get the idea you just start to get into it and then the next track starts um and so for my related track i chose uh i chose a song that i think maybe gives a little bit of a, a direction towards where they might go to if they choose to uh kind of focus a little bit more on on uh seeing an idea all the way through um i'm gonna play you uh brian jonestown massacre song called servo um that you know has it has a little bit of the same kind of uh post psych uh kind of upbeat like a modern take on psych not necessarily like fully expansive within like a jam session but like working that sound into a more modern kind of indie rock sound uh, song structure and uh you know clocks in at, at, a, at a comfortable three and a half minutes nothing uh nothing you really have to reach for so uh that is that is my pick for related well my pick is no accident i picked uh tomorrow's tulips cover of elevator to hell's why i didn't like august 93 off of their latest indie rock royalty comb off of Burger Records. And I picked this song for a number of reasons. I think it fit well in a lot of ways with this album. First of all, the lo-fi-ness of the delivery. Um, Tomorrow's Tulips, a local band who Chris and I crush on hard, um, have always kind of been at this like 
are we a surfer like are we a high surfer from socal band or are we just like oh are we getting into more like anti-music sounds um they're like being a little bit more experimental with their stuff lately um and i think that uh the sound of this record just kind of fits with um what we're hearing from honey radar um also the album it's off of indie rock royalty comb was tomorrow's tulips most diy um record even though it was their third typically as we all know when bands you know release record two record three record four um they seem to get a little bit more um like confident with their instruments and their sound and so they they step it up production becomes a little cleaner a little tighter not the case for these dudes um this record is just a total um diy um, and kind of stream of consciousness put together record which i think um mirrors uh what we heard on blank cartoon um the delivery as well is especially um a little different from the original song very monotone, almost whispered throughout the song. Um, and then clocks in in a minute 50. So yeah, you know, fits right in. Fits, fits right in. Um, yeah, I love this. Uh, I love this song. I love this cover of it. So we'll, uh, you know, take you, take you right to the music. This is Brian Jonestown Massacre with Servo on BFF.FM.
Tune into the listening party on BFF.fm. That was tomorrow's tulips playing Why I Didn't Like August 93. Before that, Servo by Brian Jonestown Massacre off of Give It Back. And that closes out our uh, block dedicated to Honey Radar's Blink cartoon. Hope you enjoyed that set. And uh, takes us to our third. Uh, album of the week and we did, I think it did uh, a fair job this week of picking three albums that are uh, very dissimilar from one another the next one coming up is Kyle Forrester's self-titled debut um, more of a you know singer-songwriter uh, kind of lazy meandering indie pop uh, definitely more polished than uh, than what you just heard um, but, uh, you know, still, uh, amiably kind of freewheeling sound. Kate, what did you, uh, what did you think of this guy? Do you have any, any notes or thoughts? I thought that, uh, this guy was, uh, was pretty solid. Yeah. I liked his, uh, I like this record. It's funny when we read it, it's Kyle Forrester by Kyle Forrester, released by Kyle Forrester. Yes. Um, so I think it's cool that he 
uh, is really, you know, taking charge, I guess, a super up and comer for self-releasing this record. And it sounds great um, mm. for um, it being like his first solo record that he <laughs> self-releases. Um, I think that if you're fans of other modern kind of twing um guitar uh wielding singer songwriters then this guy definitely has a space on your shelf yeah it's it was hard for me to necessarily uh kind of distill down what you'd call this sort of rock um without just comparing him to people but it is sort of a jangly um and uh you know relatively light-hearted um you know, we'll, we'll just uh, we'll jump right into it and play a bit in, a, in just a moment. But um, where you may uh, have known Forrester before this solo work is he's been playing with uh, the bands Crystal Stilts and Ladybug Transistor, although I don't know if he's on their recordings. He's been playing live with them and uh, I think gigging around a bit uh, as sort of a session guy uh, for live shows. And he also <laughs> hosts a live band karaoke uh, setup where he he uh backs up people uh, attempting to sing and he's worked on a few film scores uh but this is probably the first time that you would hear his name uh at the on the marquee so we'll, we'll just uh jump right in the first track by kyle forrester off of kyle forrester <laughs> released by kyle forrester fully uh vertically integrated is called Elmer. kyle forrester yeah, no. that would be wonderful if it was uh it's called won't go crazy so uh this is what's, what's his name again uh i forget slips uh totally it'll come to me but, but uh stay tuned afterwards we'll have our related picks uh to this album uh, and then we'll throw it in for the rest of your night on bff.fm so Here we go, Won't Go Crazy by Kyle Forrester on The Listening Party on BFF.fm.
You are tuned into the listening party on BFF.FM Best Frequencies Forever, and we just played a selection of songs by Kyle Forrester off of his self-titled solo release. That song you heard was all the runaround before that. Make Up Their Minds, Forget My Name, Didn't Try to Run Away, Downtown, and Won't Go Crazy. Won't Go Crazy, but, uh, you know, go a little bit crazy for uh, some of the songs on that record. Um, I thought there was definitely... uh, Definitely something to be something to enjoy there. Um, for my uh, my takeaway, I thought it was very Kurt Vile e. Um, Think you're right on the nose yeah. with that one. So uh, I chose a, a Kurt Vile song for my related track. Snowflakes are dancing from uh, his not most recent but semi recent Waking on a Pretty Days. And I thought we'd uh, show um, the ladies some love, so I chose a female artist who has a similar vibe sometimes as Kyle Forrester and Kurt Vile, Kate LeBon, the song I So Bright off of Mio oh My. Um, she has a tendency for her style to get a little more eccentric. Um, she's got like super Nico-y vocals, um, and her her uh, music can be a little bit more upbeat than what we've heard from Kyle Forrester, but I think this song, especially "I So Bright," really fits into this vibe um, that we're we're experiencing tonight. So if you do like what you heard from Kyle Forrester, I think this song by Kate LeBon is something worth listening. So we are going to play you out of the show. Thanks for tuning in. We're here every Tuesday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. on BFF.fm. Eclectic Kettle is up next. Stay tuned. So we at the listening party will play you out with Chris and Kate's picks, uh, related picks to our third and final record of the show, Kyle Forrester, self-titled, with Kurt Files, Snowflakes Are Dancing, and then... Uh, probably a little bit of Kate LeBond's I So Bright uh, off of Me Oh My. Thanks for listening and have a good night.